Welcome to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley with a piece about the Fairy Fort. Many years ago, on one of our trips to Europe, we spent a month backpacking on the west coast of Ireland, walking from Dingle to Donegal. We put hundreds of miles on our hiking boots in search of music, landscape, and antiquities, and my interest in folklore kept me on the lookout for fairies. The fairy tradition was a living tradition in Ireland well into the 20th century, although by the end of the century the tradition may have been more whimsical than heartfelt. Nevertheless, I was determined to experience whatever remnants of fairy lore that remained, and I was not disappointed. From Doolin we set out into the Burren, a rugged, rock-paved region that contains scores of ancient stone ruins, ring forts, and dolmens, those stone slab above-ground burial chambers that open to the east to facilitate rebirth. <clears throat> Our hiking guidebook mentioned an offhand reference to a so-called fairy ring. This site was not on a road or a hiking trail, however. The book just said we should find it in a valley with cliffs to the north and east and ocean visible to the west. If we got that far, we would find a stubby hill rising out of the valley floor, and on top of that hill would be the fairy ring. Scientifically speaking, a fairy ring is a circle of depressed grass found in pasture land, Although in earlier times they were thought to be created by fairies dancing at night, they are now, alas, known to be caused by the spreading mycelia of a fungus. But here in the Burren, a fairy ring was also a name for an ancient ring fort, a small, round, fortified dwelling built of earth and stone. These structures are of such antiquity that their creators are unknown, and tradition attributes their construction to the fairies. And who are the fairies? Some say fairies embody a folk memory of the land's original inhabitants, forced to hide from conquering invaders. Others suggest fairies were the discarded gods of the old native religion, or that they were the spirits of the dead who still dwelt among the living. Another idea is that fairies are nature spirits. Indigenous cultures believed that everything contained spirit, and this spirit was often anthropomorphized or perceived to resemble humans. All cultures around the world had, have had fairy traditions, including the Native Americans here in Maine. But the fairy folklore of Ireland, which remains strong and intact into the 20th century, is the most well-known to us today. As we walked out from Doolin on a misty summer morning, the land all around was rocky and shrubby. But after several miles, the road suddenly dipped into a hidden gorge filled with fuchsia hedges and stunted trees. The paved road soon became a dirt track, ending at a cow pasture. We opened the gate and continued on a cow path that wound down through craggy boulders. For those familiar with Arthur Rackham's famous children's book illustrations, you will be able to picture the twisted, gnarled, low-growing trees with fantastic faces suggested in the creases of the bark. The rustling of the leaves, the sudden darting of startled birds, and the barely audible intermittent tap-tapping sounds that came from under the bushes made it an eerie and magical place. Curving to the left, the path suddenly opened up into a small grassy valley. There were the gray rocky cliffs to the north and east, and the blue of Galway Bay and the Atlantic Ocean to the west, and there in the middle of the valley was a small conical hill just like the guidebook said. It was covered with close-cropped grass, for the cows had been trimming it for centuries. 
but the top of the hill was crowned with a ring of large stones, each the size of a beanbag chair. Within the circle of stones grew thick, tall brush, because the cows could not penetrate there. We had found the fairy ring. In fairy tales, there would have been a door in the side of the hill which magically appeared on certain nights, streaming out light from within and luring the unwary traveler with enchanting music. To enter such a fairy roth was an easy, it was as easy as slipping into a pub, but leaving it, that was a different story altogether. For us, however, in the bright sunlight of noon, no magical door appeared. And so we had to content ourselves with spiraling up to the top of the hill, climbing over the stone circle, and crawling under the brush to the very center of the ring, which was about twelve feet in diameter. How anyone could have moved those enormous boulders up that hill is certainly unknown to me. And there we took a nap, perhaps not the wisest thing to do in a fairy ring. "'but we had been walking for hours and were quite tired. "'I dreamed of a Fir Yiraga, the Red Man, "'one of the scores of different kinds of Irish fairies, "'a mischievous fairy who played tricks on you "'that usually ended up being for your own good. "'I often wondered about the legacy of that dream "'in my life since that encounter. "'And now I wish for you your own encounter with the fairies.' and that they be kind and generous to you. Blessed be. You've been listening to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley.